Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. This Saturday morning hustle outworking the competition while they still sleep. Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. The Olympics are happening right now. March Madness will begin soon, which is NCAA basketball. What do all of these sports have to do with what we're talking about on the podcast today? Well, there are tons and tons and tons of great lessons, of great things to learn, of great theories, philosophies, etc., that are applied to sports at all level that we can talk about on the podcast today about how you can apply that to business, to entrepreneurism, to developing your career, or just being a better, round, more well-rounded person. So we're going to go deep into what the Olympics, Super Bowl, March Madness, college, high school, professional, even being the GOAT themselves, like the recent retirement of Tom Brady from the NFL. People say he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the GOAT. The discussion is, is it Michael Jordan? Is it LeBron James? Is it Kobe Bryant? Which one of them is the GOAT? Is Tiger Woods the GOAT in golf? Is Sean White the GOAT of snowboarding? Could Chloe Kim be the snowboarding GOAT on the women's side if she continues on with her career? These are interesting ideas. Let's break down how we apply this to business and our personal development. So what lessons can we learn from business and life from sports? Right at the top, teamwork. You cannot be successful alone. I've talked about that a few times on the podcast before. You need to build a team around you. You have to have a support system. You have to have people in place to play different roles. There needs to be delegation. If you're really going to be successful, if you're going to build something that can scale, if you're going to also be exceptional at what you do, you need more than what you have, more than just your skills, your talents, your experience. You need other people around you to fill specific roles, do specific things so that the unit as a whole, the business, the brand, the entity can be successful. You do that by building a team. The best way to keep your team as you're building it is great teamwork. It goes back to the idea of dedication, of delegation, of letting people play their role empowering them in those roles, super important for delegation, having people with different skill sets responsible for different things so that as a whole, your business works well. This makes perfect sense, right? Engineers are on the product development team. Marketing people are doing what they do. Accounting, legal, management, production, all of these logistics, anyone who has specific skills, specific experience, playing that role within the business. It's different for every business what your needs are. So your teammates will be different every time, but you definitely will need a team. You will need teammates. The best way to attract and retain the best team is to have great teamwork from both yourself at the top level, the coach, if you will, or the top player, however you want to look at it, Everyone on the team as well. Everyone feeling a part of the team, understanding their role, understanding what they do, how it benefits everyone else, how they are an important cog, an important member of the of the team, and they handle the aspects that they handle and allowing people to do what they do, fulfill their job descriptions, be, meet their responsibilities without micromanaging them. It could be a balance sometimes, managing your team and micromanaging Again, every team's different. It's built of individuals. Every individual is different in how they like to be managed. Every manager, every delegator is different. But the concept of teamwork, 
on the football team. You have the big guys up front blocking. You have the very fast guys who catch well, our receivers. The guy who can read defenses and throw well is the quarterback. On a basketball team, you often have the big guy in the center protecting the rim. You've got outside shooters. You've got people who rebound, who people who are very fast for fast breaks, people who pass well, people who do different things. These are all different skills that you need on a basketball team. When it comes to the Olympics, think of something like curling. Most people don't even know how you how you actually win at curling. I'm definitely not an expert. I barely watch it on TV, but I do know there's a person who rolls or slides the stone. There's the other guys and girls who have the brooms, right, who do their part to get it where it needs to be. And then ultimately there's a coach, there's training staff, there's all kinds of support for that team. Bobsled is a great example of a team. You've got the guys who are responsible for the pushing. You've got the guy or girl up front who is steering and trying to get them down the track as fast as possible. Everyone plays a role. Everyone has to get in the bobsled, get their head down, get into position, lean when they need to, follow the instructions of the pilot, etc. All of these things can be applied to your business. So number one, teamwork is essential for business success. Whether an entrepreneur or business owner, you're going to have to have people around you. You're going to have to have subcontractors. You're going to have to have vendors. You're going to have to have people in your supply chain. You need to work well with those people. Treat them like teammates, not like subordinates, not like people who are only there for fulfilling their role, but people who are part of a team. Then the likelihood of high morale, high success goes way up. Teamwork is essential. You cannot succeed alone sportsmanship is another concept that is easily applied to business and to very successful leadership. Sportsmanship. Number one, learning how to win graciously and lose graciously. Be a good winner and be a good loser. No one likes someone who does too much of a victory dance or can't handle the idea that there will be losses, setbacks, hurdles, unexpected outcomes. We've talked about this many times on the podcast. You will hear more no's than yeses. You can't let every single no crush you. You can't let it ruin your day and stop you from the momentum you're trying to create. You have to lose, use each no as a learning lesson and then move forward. You have to be a good loser. I really like the term good loser. I like the term gracious loser better when it comes to sports. In business, it is learning from your setbacks. It's learning from the obstacles, the things that don't go as well as planned are learning opportunities. In sports, it's being a gracious loser. You also have to be a gracious winner, though, being a good winner. Now, everyone wants to be a good winner. When you do win, you can't let that become your focus. You have to understand that that win has to be replicated over and over again. Again, now, focus isn't on winning as in getting the paycheck. The focus is on doing the right things in the right way so that you have the most potential to win on a regular basis. Repeatable success is winning. So you might, going back to the sports analogy, in a basketball game, professional basketball teams score between 100 and 125 points a game. Every basket that goes in, whether it's a one-point free throw, a two-point field goal, or a three-pointer from behind the three-point line, they're all minor successes, minor wins that are going towards the overall goal of outscoring your opponent when the final clock blows to zero. So don't get so focused on when the basket doesn't quite go in, when the other team scores theirs, but understand the process. You could be down 20 at halftime, but if you're not 
to the total yet. If you're not to zero on the clock, you still have time to come back. If it's 50 to 30, but ultimately both of you are going to score around 100 points, the idea that you can come back, get yourself back into the game, compete is right there. So be a good winner, be a good loser, and understand your competitors are not there to harm you. They're not there to take from you. They're there to challenge you. You are your biggest competition. It's you versus you. You getting better at what you do every day on a regular basis. Continual development growth of yourself, your organization, the people within it, your teammates. Competition is there to do their part To in the same path. Sometimes you collide, but they are not your competition is not the detriment. How you achieve your goals is the key and the focus. Competition is not bad. Competition is good. Ultimately, you are your biggest competitor. You are the competition. This is why after sporting events, football players had been colliding with each other for a whole game. Basketball players that had been hustling against each other, defending, playing offense and defense against each other for a whole game. Baseball players, water polo, snowboarders, everyone, once the competition is over, once there is a clear winner, once it's been a fair contest, and there'll be another contest in the future and another one after that, then the focus on competition goes away. And then the focus on the fact that you have similarities, that you're in the same boat. You're an NBA player. You're one of only a few hundred people who are making the NBA in the next 10 years. You have a brotherhood. You have a camaraderie. You have a fraternity of NBA players, of NFL players, of college athletics, etc. Once the game is over, sportsmanship kicks back in and the idea of congratulating your competitors, finding out what you can learn from them and addressing them as the human beings that they are is essential to sports. It should be as essential to you in business, your competitors. Now, occasionally you have people who are bad actors and doing bad things. That's the rarity. That's definitely not the rule, but on rule on commonality, your competitors are just trying to make their way, do their best with what they're doing. You're competing. You're offering up how you do things to to the audience, and they choose who that they prefer for a variety of reasons. And sometimes who they choose today is not who they choose tomorrow, and et cetera. So you have to continually move on and process and treat your competitors as the human beings they are. Your audience are human beings. Your competitors are human beings. Your teammates are human beings. Treat these people this way. So once the competition is done, once the decision is made, go up there, shake the hand of that person you're competing with, tell them you'll come back for them next time and go prepare yourself for that next encounter, which is the next aspect of how sports translates into business is it is a process. And that process takes patience. It's a process of patience. Every single person starts at zero. Every competitor, every person who plays a sport, every athlete starts out not knowing anything, have never shot a ball, have never thrown a ball, have never caught a ball, have never run a lap, have never skied on the slope, have never done a trick. They start at zero. But they continually do a process of practice, of learning, of being coached, of listening, of hearing, sorry for bumping the microphone, of continual improvement, continual growth, because they're paying attention, dedication to the process, they get better and better and better. Then each level that they get better, they see the improvement, they understand the things that don't work, they make the adjustments, do less of things that don't work, more things that do work, continue down the successful path 
to get you to the next level. That takes a process and it takes patience. The greatest in the world, we referenced earlier, the people who are considered the greatest at what they do in sport started at zero. And you hear these stories. Michael Jordan got cut from his junior high team. Kobe Bryant got cut from his junior high team. People that didn't, that weren't successful the first time they tried. As no one is successful the first time they try. It's the same way in business. As you build your business, as you attempt things in your career, you'll have ups and downs. You'll have success and failures. Learn from those failures, those setbacks, and put that into a process. Be patient and move yourself forward like an athlete. Athletes practice. Athletes work with coaches. Athletes take in feedback from other people. They watch film of their performance. They even take the feedback of their opponents, of what people say about them and how they react to them in order to make the adjustments necessary to be potentially more successful the next time when you compete against that competitor that ultimately, once you compete, you'll end up shaking their hand. So be patient, have a process the same way athletes do practice and continually trying to improve, continually trying to make yourself better and do different things. That patience in the process is dedication. That dedication comes with self-belief and understanding. Everyone starts at the bottom. Ultimately, there's a an apex, a top, a goal to achieve, a grand goal to achieve. Set your goals, set achievable goals, and set the huge career goals to be the best ever, to score the most points, to be considered the GOAT. Set that goal high, set some smaller goals that are attainable, milestones along the way of the process. Does this sound familiar? This is how you also build success in business. It's how you build success as an athlete. It's how you build success in a self-brand and how you build success in a business. Take the big giant goal, being the best in the world, generating a million dollars in income, having 51% market share, whatever that big goal is, that thing that seems like it's nearly impossible to achieve, and then break it down to smaller pieces, break it down into skills necessary, to assets necessary, to what needs to happen, A, so that B can happen, so that C can happen, and then go after A, and then B, and then C. Reach the short goals to get to the medium goals, to get to the long goals, to get to the big goal. That's what athletes do. That's where everyone starts zero. Someone ends up being the GOAT, the best ever, score the most points, run the fastest, break the world record, whatever it is for an athlete. You can apply that same process to your business. You start the bottom, you fail, you practice, you improve, you take feedback from your coaches, you look at film, you review you continually adjust, you continue to move forward with patience and dedication. Dedication, patience, process. That's what athletes do. That's what you can do in your business, self-brand, career pursuit, etc. Because ultimately, there are always levels of success. Everything you do, there are levels of success. In athletics, it can you start as with the little league. You start as a kid. You start playing just for fun. As it becomes more serious, maybe you play in junior high and high school. Maybe it's something that will allow you to go pursue that in college. Maybe you can pay for college through athletics. Then if you're one of the better players in college, you have the potential to go pro Pros have the potential to become world-class or perform in a world stage. Ultimately, you have people who participate in the Olympics and at what we would call the apex, the highest levels, people who can be considered the best ever or break world records or have international acclaim for their skills as a sportsman. You can do the same thing when you build a business, starting with 
getting that first customer, getting your 10th customer, getting your first $1,000 in sales, getting your first $10,000 in sales, building upon early successes, adjusting and making improvements based on, on setbacks and unexpected outcomes. Again, it's the same process, but there are always levels of success. You have to be low, you have to be successful in your immediate level, in your local level, the same way your high school is concerned with people that live in your area and the high schools you compete with in your area. Colleges compete with colleges all over the country. When you're in the pros, you're competing with people all over the world who come to play in professional sports leagues. Obviously, it's an international competition when you're at the Olympic level. There are levels of success, levels that you can achieve, goals that you can set for yourself that are reflected in those levels. And as you achieve a goal, as you achieve a milestone, as you achieve something that at one point seemed hard to achieve, now you have achieved it, you get to move on to the next level because you have these milestones, these levels of success. It's the same way in sports and it's the same way in business. So ultimately, the goal should always be to be the GOAT, be the greatest ever, to have the highest impact, to be the best at what you do. That's the goal. Most people fall off of that. There's only one greatest at everything. Sometimes there's some debate as to which person is that greatest at that thing. If that's your goal and you're always moving towards it, you'll always be successful and growing and developing and achieving success for yourself and your teammates. That is the focus. If you end up as the greatest in, of all time, the GOAT, then you have brought a lot of people with you. You've achieved a lot of things. It has taken a very long time. You've been very patient, very dedicated to the process. All the stuff I'm telling you, you have done if you get to yourself to GOAT status. That's the lesson, folks. Sports can be applied to business for sure. So make sure you listen to the podcast every weekend. We'll have conversations just like this. You can find it on Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Make sure you stream and subscribe. Tell a friend. Leave a review. Hit the, the likes, the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the heart button. Leave a comment. Leave a review. I appreciate it very much. And absolutely share with your friends. Share on social media. Of course, we're on all social media as well. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the new Facebook page, the Starting One Hustle Facebook page. Go and like that as well so you get updates every weekend when the new video and new podcast comes up. You get the notification from Facebook. Don't forget to get your swag your Saturday Morning Hustle, your Entrepreneur AF, Coffee and Donuts, all of that at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. So don't miss an episode. Tune back each and every Saturday. Also check out the bonus series, the balance series, the last Monday of each month. There's a new one up now. There'll be a new one in another couple of weeks at the end of February as well. Check out the bonus content as well. Check out every Saturday. It's the weekend. We're in the office outworking the competition while they still sleep. Appreciate you guys tuning in again this week. See you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.